Thank you for joining us again on this new episode of the Christian Soldier Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Spurbeck. Thank you for being here with us again. I want to thank all of our faithful listeners that will tune in every single week. We love hearing from you. Uh, please reach out to us with any topic ideas. Got a couple that we're working on right now. Great topic suggestions. And uh, you can always reach out to us, info at tbckilleen.org, and uh, you'll be able to uh, reach me there and love to hear your topic suggestions. Uh, so we are finishing up our series here, uh, and mini series going to head up new topics next week. So make sure you tune in next week for a new topic set. Uh, we've been dealing with psychology, dealing with the modern promo- uh, proponents, I should say, of psychology over the last 70 years and how that's affected uh, churches, how that's affected our culture. Uh, and dealt with some popular things. And one of the things I brought out last week was that of uh, self-esteem, positive self-regard. And this week, the whole podcast today is going to be dedicated to this area of self-esteem. Now, uh, I will not be able to cover it in depth in one podcast. I know this podcast is supposed to be you know, 10 to 11 minutes long, so I'll try and hurry today. Uh, but I want us to keep a verse of Scripture in mind as we listen in, is that is John 14, 15, the command of Christ and the instruction of Christ. If you love me, keep my commandments. Okay, what does that have to do with self-esteem? We'll get to that in a minute, but I want you to keep that verse in your mind. If you love me, keep my commandments. I think as Christians, we want to love God and we want to obey because we, because we do love God. Now, self-esteem is uh, something that having positive self-regard is that we must have a positive view of ourself, uh, and also this tends to, the backing of it is not, by the way, biblical. It is completely secular. Uh, We could get into the history of self-esteem and things, but we don't have time for that. I encourage you to do some research on that on your own. Uh, But uh, the big proponent of self-esteem in Christian circles was James Dobson. Uh, he still does today. Uh, he's a psychotherapist, and he uh, especially promoted that in regards to child rearing, uh, that we must uh, teach our children to have a positive self-regard, uh, that they, uh, you know, that you know they can do it. You know, the self-esteem has the has the backings of, you know, uh, in little league, no one wins. Everybody's everybody's a winner. That self-esteem, okay, uh, that there are no winners and losers, okay. Um, and we know, of course, that can be damaging. But let's deal with exactly self-esteem in the Christian realm uh, in that we can, uh, self-esteem promote, proponents teach that we can have a false image of God uh, if we don't understand, uh, have own, our own positive self-esteem in that we will look at God as we look at ourselves. Of course, we know, biblically speaking, God is nothing like us, and we should never judge God based on how we think of ourselves. Uh, we know that God loves us, and uh, there are some people that have some twisted views of God, and that I understand. But where it goes afoul here is that uh, those that promote self-esteem is that well, we have, we feel like we have uh, this rule, the set of rules, okay, uh, the set of instruction uh, that these rules of do's and don'ts, and God won't love us anymore if we don't obey. 
Uh, of course, we know that's not true. And so what they do is they bring that that's the purpose of the commands of God. And they say, well, we don't need to worry about that. God loves us unconditionally, which is true. However, they say because we, in order to, we don't need to feel guilty about disobeying God. Let's pause right there. If you love me, keep my commandments. Uh, so though they teach like, well, we don't need to worry about, uh, they downplay sin. They downplay disobeying the commands of God. We don't need to feel guilty about that because God accepts us anyway. This is also the, the framework of the mega grace movement. The grace of God will forgive all things. Basically, I can live how I want and do what I want. Dealt with that in a sermon a few weeks ago. Uh, why does God give us his grace? Well, if you look at the life of Paul and you look at what the teachings are of the epistles, we see very, something, a very clear thing emerging. Uh, the, the put in simple terms, self-esteem is focused on me, how I feel, how I think about myself, how I view myself, and how others view what? Me. That's self-esteem. And if I don't have esteem, if I don't have good self-esteem, if I don't regard myself as worth something, then I will do nothing. Uh, I'll be mentally ill. I will have, I'll hate myself. Now, does God want us to hate ourselves? No. Uh, but all through Scripture, especially in the New Testament, we see a very, 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 very clear teaching, seven times repeated in the New Testament, love thy neighbor as thyself. In Ephesians 5, it talks about that no man hateth his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it. Okay, talking about a man. So we have to understand that we're to love our wife the same way we love our own body. So this idea of self-esteem, okay, that I hate myself and I have this whole idea. Uh, if you look at it and you look at the roots of it, actually the whole idea of self-esteem has created this self-hatred regard. Well, uh, I think of myself as worthless. I understand there are abusive situations where you're worthless and, and you're a piece of garbage and you're worth nothing so that we must love ourselves. No, the answer is, is who we are in Christ. God loves us. God sent his son to die for us, for God so loved the world, and that my identity is in Christ. It's not in myself. Uh, yes, we are who we are, but our identity and our security is in Christ, not in ourselves. And so what self-esteem does is try to create a, a stability and identity of self, and all things are judged by me. All things are judged by my perception. All things are judged by my feelings. And we know biblically we're not to lean onto our own understanding. We're not to trust in what we, how we view things. Instead, we see that the, our lives are not about us. Our lives are about God. Our lives are about serving God, to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body. We know that we understand that, but we many times look at scriptures based in through what it means for me. If we look at life and we look at the Apostle Paul, so I count all things but loss. If we look at life as it's all about me, we're going to be very unhappy and very unfulfilled, and we're going to be offended, and we're going to be upset, and we're going to think God has given us a raw deal if life's all about me. And self-esteem emphasizes me. And there's going to be someone out there who says, well, preacher, that's not really what it's all about, and I don't think you're right to say bad things about self-esteem. The religion of, I'll say the religion, or i say the, um, the, uh, the doctrine of self-esteem is so entrenched in our society today. It's taught day in and day out in our schools. It's taught in the commercials that we look at on the television. It's taught in our news. It's taught everywhere that we must have this. This is the solution to everything. That and This was taught about 30 years, 30, 40 years ago, that self-esteem is the answer to everything back in the 80s and 90s. 
that this is the answer to everything. Positive self-esteem is the problem uh, with everyone that has mental illness. People who are suicidal, they must have positive self-esteem. It will fix that. And there's been self-esteem, 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 self-esteem over and over in churches and, and everywhere. This is fixes all of it. But the problem is it's done that. It's actually created more problems than fixed them because the answer is not biblical. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that we're to have a positive self-regard or have self-esteem nowhere in the scriptures. If it's not in the Bible, then it's something we shouldn't believe. That I must have a positive regard. Sitting there and hating yourself is wrong because that you're still judging life's all about me. Sitting there and lifting oneself up that I'm a good person, I'm beautiful, and all of these things also is wrong because it's, once again, it's all about me. And life is not to be about us. We count all things but loss. That I am Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. All that I feel, all that I think is important, all of those things I have crucified with Christ. Uh, yet not I, Christ liveth in me. Christ is the image that we have. The what positive self-image should we have? We're to be conformed to the image of Christ. We shouldn't be concerned with our positive self-image. We should be concerned with loving the Lord and all of those things come into place. If we have this idea of self-esteem, then we have all this is where the rights movement comes in. I have a right for this and that. I am entitled. That's where entitlement uh, philosophy comes from. It's about me. Uh, we wonder why uh, the millennial generation is all about me. It's because self-esteem has been preached in every avenue of society, and it has created a monster. And it's not something that is biblical, and it's something Christians shouldn't live by, and it's something that Christians shouldn't believe in, but believing in Christ and his gospel and trusting in the image that he is transforming you into, the image of his son, not our own self-image. Self-esteem is creating our own image of ourself, also our own image of God, which the Bible says that we're to make no graven image, though maybe we don't make it with our hands, we make it with our eyes, with our minds, and with our hearts, a graven image of how God accepts all that we do and isn't angered by or disappointed or hurt by our sin is a false God and a false image, and the Bible says we are not to have no other gods before the one true God. And the one true God is the God of the Bible, not the God we have invented for ourselves. And that's exactly those preaching the self-esteem gospel. I call it that because so many people trust in it so much that preach the self-esteem gospel. They are creating a false view of Jesus and of God and of ourselves. And that's not biblical. So we need to get into the Bible and look at the image of God. And if we're saved, we have the image of Christ in us. And we are to be conformed to his image, not our own self-esteem image. So I encourage you to do more research on this. And there, of course, is a great book on all of these things called The Dark Side of Christian Counseling by Dr. E.S. Williams. A great book. Was able to read that. Uh, gleaned a lot of the information from these uh, series for the podcast out of that book, uh, which is all very well researched. And, uh, and I just think we need to be careful. Uh, and I know just maybe this particular podcast right here has made some people upset. Uh, maybe even uh, my intention not to hurt anybody, my intention not to offend anybody. However, the truth is the truth. And I encourage you to do research before maybe you get upset and you say, well, I don't, th I don't agree with this. Research it for yourself. Look at what the Bible says and research what these people believe about self-esteem and how damaging it can be. Because if we base everything about me, when something bad happens or I don't like saying bad, negative happens, and, well, this affected me negatively, then God must not love me. It, you create a false image of God. Not that 
uh, self-esteem is supposed to create the correct image, but actually self-esteem can create the wrong image. It is not the solution, and many times it is the problem. The answer is Christ always has been, always will be, and that's what we need to lean on as Christians. The Bible and Christ himself, his word, his words. That's what we need to live by. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of the Christian Soldier Podcast. Don't forget to reach out to us, info at tbcclean.org, the topic ideas, and join us next week as we embark on a new topic series for probably two or three weeks and uh, dealing with things that are most important to you and also that are uh, relevant to our fight for faith. We're in constant battle with the devil and his forces. Remember, we are more than conquerors. We are on the winning side. Let's keep the fight of faith going. And let's trust in the Lord and stand in the power of his might, not our own. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.